Dutch is a lifelong early adopter and trend discoverer. Chris is a philosopher, engineer, and futurist. Together, they are oddly incorrect. Hello? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> what? You, you just silently slide right in there. Usually there's a ding dong and oh, really? no ding there's dongs ding, today. No ding dongs? I was really quick on the button today. Yeah, you weren't you were ding donging today. No ding dongs. No, no doorbells. <laughs> oh. What a horrible, now, what a horrible day, huh? Well, I, 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 I think it was horrible, what, Monday night? I don't know that it's so horrible today. I don't know if it was that horrible, no. I mean, this is, it's so funny seeing all this stuff because it's obviously panic, right? I mean, what else could it be? I, I'm like, who in the world thought to do this before the election? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's there's that little period of time between the swearing in. Why don't they use that yeah. to do stuff like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's not going to be any better, but you, at least you know you're not going to influence the elections. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it's almost like this is like uh, who was it? Was talking? Was it you who said just sort of pop some popcorn and watch enjoy the show? Because well, it's getting no, pretty the, entertaining. That, that's the cute thing is this is we're watching a movie. This has been scripted and it's just playing out. Yeah. Um, there, you're wondering about the script because there's some of the stuff that actually they talked about four years ago, and I mean pretty close to exactly what happened. Yeah. And then there's some other things that are like, okay, they didn't mention that, so you know, what's what's the deal? Um, I was talking to Rose. I said, you know, the 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 the, the Epstein judge might have been the wor worst decision of all. They had because it has no legitimacy at all, none. So I'm well, like, I'm almost thinking that this has got nothing to do with anything but him covering his own ass. Him who? The that judge. Oh no! This this is they they pulled some strings. I'm pretty sure they said they said you do this or or whatever we have on you is going to be released. Oh, so he was the patsy. Yeah, ah. he's the ball guy. He's the ball guy. So you think you think that the, all this this bullshit where they say that uh, Biden didn't know what was going on or the White House wasn't aware of what was happening that is bullshit, oh, please. right? Yeah, I, I are you? I'm like. They, they don't they don't go to the toilet to wipe their butt without getting paperwork. By the way, we have to say the word raid a thousand times today just to piss everybody off. Is that raid, so I raid, didn't really understand raid, so, raid. So so what are they calling it besides the raid? Oh, uh execution of a search warrant. Oh. Oh, you mean a raid? Don't oh. call it that. Well, it's not. A, it's a raid with the guns drawn. I, I haven't heard really that the guns are drawn. I have heard, you know, that they rushed the lawyers out. They couldn't sit there and watch, you know. And one of the things that they were making within the first day or so is to look at the search warrant. The search warrant itself should have said, "We're here to pick this stuff up." Yeah. They and Melania's clothes. What was that? Uh, <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> you got some real fetishists in the FBI, I guess. Uh, I, I can't wait to listen. <laughs> this one, this one, I there's some. There, they need to go back to law. And not, this is not law enforcement. I, no. I was sitting there thinking this morning, execute a warrant. You get a marshal. You get the war. You get the federal marshals to do that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You don't get the FBI to do it. Yeah, well, I don't and think this is this isn't a search for any kind of evidence. This is just a. I think it's, it's show. It's, it's a show thing. It, yeah, it's 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 threatening. It's like, see, we this is what we could do. Watch yep. what we can do. And it's like, I, I love seeing all these people going. You know, it doesn't matter what side you're on. This is not good. It is not good. Yeah. it's awful. But on the other side of that. Wait till the till the tide turns. Who was? It wasn't. It wasn't X twenty two. Somebody was saying, "Wait until the other side gets." It's like you've crossed a red line that you cannot cross again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a bad precedent. The, uh, it's because you've done it. I mean, you um, you broke the, you broke a social moray for your own benefit, but now you provided cover for the other side to do it to you. And so, so let, let, let's speculate a second on where this came from. Who, okay. who do you think was ultimately pulled the string that said, go do this? Like, where do you think it sat in the, in the, in the organization from the cabal on down to, to uh, Obama, is, Hillary, Biden? This uh, is cabal level stuff. Yeah, that's what it, I figured. It, it can't, there's, there's nobody in the United States, if they have any, any inclination to being in politics, would do this on their own yeah this, yep. this is outside this is the so it came down world, from on high like way you know, above way above the, obama's pay grade way this is coming back from the secret shadowy figures that we don't know right there is okay they're they're within two people of knowing who we are we got to do something about this and they yeah. boy did they pull the stupidest i mean ugh, i'm just like really a friend of mine told me about it. He says, they raided Mar-a-Lago. If they can do that to the president, they can do it to you. I'm like, yeah, well, then. Uh, they'd be more they likely do to it. do it to you than the president. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the the once most powerful man on the, with the most connections on the planet, please. I'm a, I, so they're talking that Trump knew. And the, the funny thing about it is, uh, they the documents that they seized they'd already looked at that's see i'm like there's this there's just a whole bunch of things that the yeah, something smells out. right oh man i can't wait till they I, till they do the where's the show me the documentation i don't even need to read the lawrence i just want to see the signatures yeah uh, somebody somewhere signed off on this and then once you get to that person the top level person then I want to see their text messages. Yep. Yep. You think that'll ever come out, though? No, <laughs> not this year. Not it, it's, so. It, the funny thing is, what's his name? Um, the uh, the House min, uh, Minority Leader. I can't remember. Kevin. What's his name? McCarthy. Yeah, Kevin yeah. McCarthy. Oh, we're going to investigate. That's bunk. He's not going to investigate anything. Yeah, somebody else is going to investigate, but it ain't going to be him. Yeah, yeah. No, the 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 RNC has been totally useless. Oh lately. yeah, I mean they're totally useless. 
that's well they've been useless for about two since well since the tea party since the i mean the the, the firebrands that came in with the tea party they pretty much quelled them down yeah yeah but they were the most effective people is was michelle bachman and i didn't know her that well michelle bachman and she's in the news all the time yeah but i didn't really follow her that close um but the tea party was was a disruptive force oh yeah it wasn't enough of it yeah so it's funny seeing it's also funny seeing all these people sort of bring back ron paul who said this back in 99 yeah that the fbi is corrupted (laughs) It's like, hello, he's been like, he's, the poor guy has been banging the drum for like 40, 50 years now. And uh, who listens to him? Right. Well, Nobody listens to Ron Paul. He was right from the very beginning. Like Ron Paul, Alex Jones, all these people, you know, Trump, all these people were right. Well, so all this so time and people were like, what's the thing about Alex? What's, what's the deal with the Alex? He, he's apologized. They just want their pound of flesh. Is that? Is oh that yeah, yeah. Of course, the, he, the, he now must be punished for you know, un, you know unveiling unveiling the lie. Um, well, <laughs> if I it was a lie, I, I who knows? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know enough about that particular shooting. Now, I'm, there's a lot of other shootings that I do know a little bit more about than than what was that? That was, yeah. But the uh, point is, is that it's just like just like all of this uh, crackdown on free speech, right? I mean, right. he should be able to say whatever he wants as long as he's not slandering anybody, right? I mean, isn't that the whole point of free speech is that as long as you're not slandering somebody and then they can take you to civil court. But other than that, you should be able to say whatever you want, right? So, I mean, that's the stuff. It's like, everything is just chilled now because you're only allowed to follow the party line. You're only allowed to say what they want you to say. And you can't say anything outside of those boundaries. Otherwise you get, you get shot down and it's unfortunate, but that's, that's the way it is now. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're trapped. <laughs> well, no, no, there will all, there will be more people that, okay. So they silenced, they silenced Alec. Um, There'll, there'll be other people. Uh, I, I don't know who I can point to at the moment. The, the one that I watch probably that I would think is probably the most, the flip most, most flippant commentator out there is, is Sticks, Hex, and Hammer, or Six, Six, Six. Oh, Sticks and Hammer, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, but he's over in, in the Netherlands, or was anyway, so. They can't really touch him with, and, and I think he would just revel in it anyway. And he's yeah. got enough people that watch him. Oh man, you talk when they took down um, uh, what's his name of Assad, um, Sargon of Assad. Yeah. When they took him, when they took him down, they thought they were just they were just kicking the anthill. Man, you start kicking some of these people. It, uh, it's what I told Rose. Why would you push over a red ant hill? <laughs> right before, I mean, right, right before the elections, which I mean, all you did was piss off like fifty million people. Well, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly what happened. So, 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 do you think? Well, it, what's what's interesting is like, the backlash of all this is really interesting because you've got a lot of people saying, you know, this, this shouldn't be done no matter what side you're on. Mm-hmm. And then if you go on to the the uh, the chans, there's like 
people going, that's it. It's the last straw. Get out your weapons. And then the other side said, oh, you're not going to do shit. And then the other side says, because there's all these different sides saying, um, yeah, they just want to trick you into doing something so they can crack down on you. So we're right. doing the smart thing by not doing anything. And I'm like, <laughs> the discussion is great. <laughs> Because that is the right thing to do, right? The right thing to do is to do nothing because they're goading people into doing something. Correct. Right. Yeah. Uh, so way back in the in the 90s, there, there was a Newt Gingrich said something. Uh, I don't, I'm going to paraphrase because it's been so long I don't remember exactly what he said. But he said, Germans are, are and Americans are different. So the difference between Germans is they will go with a, uh, along with the illegal or the unpopular law. Maybe that's what I should say. Not illegal, but uh, unpopular law. And vote the bastards out. Yeah. Americans will break the law and keep the bastards. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that... <laughs> which is, yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. But the problem is, is that the bastards keep getting more and more powerful and the bastards have no problems being violent. Right. I mean, well, they don't get, if you're saying, if you're saying violence is against the rule of law, they have no problem with that. Yeah. There's, it's every time I hear you, it's like, really, really rule of law. What rule of law are you talking about? Yeah. Your rule of law is different than the one that I read. Well, what's it? Have you seen that, um, um, above the law starter pack? With no, <laughs> it's like four graphics. It's like Hunter Biden, Hillary Clinton, uh, Giselle Maxwell, and Fauci. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. Above the I'll... law starter pack, you want to know? He's like, you say, no one is above the law starter pack, and then the, you know, it's like, it's like a really good example, <laughs> but it's true. I mean, a lot of these folks are they, they, they. There are, I mean, what is it? I read something the other day. They said there's like 60 or 70% of Americans think there's a two tier justice system. It's like, duh. Finally? Right? Finally? It took them that long. See, this is how many, how much has to happen because the normies are in such a bubble that, you know, what, do we, what has to happen for these people to understand what's going on? It's like you and I, we've known this for years. Mm hmm. And and there's lots of other people out there who've known this for years, but the normies are still going. Oh yeah, we don't have to worry about anything. We don't have to have guns because there's cops. We don't have to. We have, the government knows exactly what it, you know, to do. Blah blah blah. All these people are just like so stupid. <laughs> Why are they so stupid? Anyway, ignorant. I don't it's get not it. Stupid. It's not stupid. It's not that they can't think. It's that they're ignorant. They don't yeah. know. Yeah. So you got, um, but they're not interested in finding out either. They're just going to take like whatever they're fed and go yum yum. You know, they're not even questioning it. Well, okay. I think you've got a good. I think you've got a good point there. Yum yum yum. We'll just <laughs> change 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 our our name to yum yum. <laughs> I mean, what whatever happened to what was in the, the boomers? We're like all question authority and everything, like question question authority. Like, wasn't there like a, a resurgence in like the '60s of you know wanting to push back against authority figures? You and didn't now... believe anybody over thirty. As that yeah, exactly. was the mantra. No, you yep. don't believe you don't trust anybody over thirty. Yeah. 
And then they told, turned 30 and started lying to us. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here's the, here's the black pill though. So everyone's like, oh yeah, this is going to, uh, this is going to turn all these people, you know, everyone's going to, everyone's going to vote for Trump. The, we've got all, you know, the, the Democrat, the, sorry, the, the Republican red wave is coming because everybody hates the Democrats. Everybody hates Biden. You know, he's got like a 21% or 10 16% approval rating, but you know, they still control the elections. Right. So uh, what if we what? see all of this negative, all of this negative press, all of this, negative uh, reporting, all this negative sense sense towards the Democrats, towards Biden, towards the entire regime. Yet, the day after election day, the votes are tabulated and they sweep again. It's like, hello. <laughs> what are the chances that that's not going to happen this time? I think they will pick and choose their places. The, the thing is, is... I think uh, there there will be um, uh, what are they called? Uh, guess districts. There will be districts that happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no doubt. The the thing is, we're fighting against um, both sides are fighting against the average. Yeah. So they so you're you're taking down whichever one wins is they fought against the average. Mm -hmm. And so they were and they were just one of my. I'm kind of making analogies like um, Hillary went for the vote count and Trump went for the election, uh, uh, college of elections. Yeah, but the elector, the electors is what you have to go for, right? right. I mean, isn't that, the, that that's the deciding factor? <laughs> so was she really, I mean, were they really that dumb to realize that this is the right strategy going well, for I think popular they, vote? I think there, when we go back to that one, is that they, they, my belief on that one is the, the um, that was the first election where social media really turned the tide. Right. Before 2016. That, yeah, 2016. Right. Before that, it, there wasn't it wasn't really in conflict with with um, the prevailing wisdom. Mm. Um, but in 2016, they were giving Trump so much. Um, uh, coverage over his Twitter feed, he was getting free advertising, like billions of dollars. Free oh yeah, he lives in everybody's minds rent free. <laughs> I love that. And Hillary, on the other hand, was spending so was spending, you know, supposedly spending campaign money uh, for ads, which she had a lot of ads, uh, mm -hmm. but it didn't in the long run. See, that's the way it used to run. That used to be the calculus is. That the, whoever had the most campaign ads won. That's that's where it went. You have more more money campaign funds bought more ads that bought the election. That's, yeah, that was she spent six hundred million dollars or some insane amount like no, that. No, it's a billion. It's over a billion. It's been wow. over a billion since like twenty twelve or something. Like wow. That. So that was that crack that crack the back of that one having seen the money laundering i'm like okay this they didn't buy that many ads the ads were probably really cheap but the, what they were doing was buying 
putting money into the the media outlets. Oh, for sure, for sure. So you know, it, it wasn't the ads that didn't matter. It was they were buying the influence. So we'll, uh, that's what I think, anyway. Yeah, because so, none of these none of these people are are objective any longer. Or oh, oh no, less no. subjective. <laughs> there used to be some kind of objective standard. No, no, right? no, no, no. It's all illusion. It's, it was it was um, Edward R. Murrow and his his buddies came up with that objective thing back in the 50, 40s and fifties. But they appear it, didn't they appear to be more objective? Appear to be more objective. <laughs> but see that little thing take away the appearance and say objective now mm -hmm. you guys now you've got a really hard line yeah is it true not true no so and it goes back to the news media whenever i think we talked about this when moon arledge was brought in to do abc news back in the late 70s or early 80s i forgot mm -hmm. moon, moon arledge was the originator of abc world wide world sports Oh yeah. So they brought him and he was making he went he was making money hand over fist and mm -hmm. wide world sports. They brought him in to do the news media. And that's when they went from that uh, uh, kind of the objective thing to the soft news stories and the opinion pieces and talking heads and all that kind of stuff. Mm. That can that started going into the news because it can't what they call it. Uh, entertainment news or something like that yeah that's when it became less facts and more more opinion it just right. became yeah they were they and all became opinion pieces so the reason being is because it's very expensive to put a journalistic uh, real live um, back in the old school journalistic effort out there yeah which is why you have ap and reuters because it's the collective gets the same everybody gets the same news they just put their own spin on it yeah but now you have at and reuters that are owned by reuters is definitely owned by the cabal they're owned oh, yeah. by they're owned by the rothschilds at a high level i think uh so ap is supposedly owned by the people who run the network well they're all communist anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they're definitely pushing the communist. They're definitely doing, they're definitely doing that. So anyway. <laughs> well, so I was reading an interest. So I was listening to a book called Five Stars mm -hmm. the other day. And the guy's going on and on about communication skills and he in pathos and ethos and all this stuff. And I'm like, Honestly. hey, it sounds like that guy, sounds like this guy I talked to once a week. Yeah, every once in a while. If you don't understand that, you really don't, you can't, you cannot go into communication and understand that if you do not understand those concepts. But his thesis was that everyone needs to be a good communicator now because you can't get a job anymore unless you're a good communicator or a decent job or be successful at all unless you're a good communicator. And you mean and a good liar. <laughs> I guess you can come. You can come at it from that direction too. But yeah, <laughs> persuasion. You have to have persuasive skills. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to put that on a on a because the other side of persuasion, 
there's a positive side of persuasion and then there's the deconstructive side. Yeah. And we're real. I think, I think currently we're much better at de- deconstruction than we are positive persuasion mm-hmm. as, as a, as a society where it's really easy to pick something apart, but it's really hard to put it together. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's, that's common in general for everything. I think, yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I think so too. It, it goes back, uh, you've seen um, A Few Good Men with Tom Cruise. Yeah. And there's a scene in there where Demi Moore looks at Tom Cruise and she says, your father would be proud. You're standing up in court making an argument. Making an argument. That's a really, really important phrase. People don't talk about it very much, but making an argument is meaning that you're making something stick out of the norm, mm. it is a it is a it's a high level skill to be able to stand, withstand the, the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune and make an argument. Oh look, I made Tom Cruise and Shakespeare in the same reference. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! Did you know we've oh. got we've got two new listeners? We're up to seven now. Oh no! Isn't that great. <laughs> So we listen. Hey, if you're listening to to oddly irrelevant or whatever we call now, <laughs> oddly oddly incorrect. That's what it is. Yeah, oddly I, incorrect. we don't I, we don't we don't do shout outs for our own show. I mean, I know. <laughs> Just go to the website and post something. We have we have there's a uh, oddlyincorrect.com. It's all there. It's okay. All there. Do we have any comments? None whatsoever. No comments. Yeah, these if, people, okay, people got to start show, talking to us. You can go. You can go there. We will be so thrilled that your comment will definitely get on the air. Absolutely. You won't even, you won't even have to. You won't even have to do green mail to get us to do it. <laughs> green mail. What's green mail? Green mail is you pay pay for play, buddy. Oh, okay. I thought it had something to do with, uh, you know, sustainability or something like no, that. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Greenmail Green goes back to Carl uh, uh, Icahn and T. Boone Pickens late in the late and Gordon Gecko. All yeah. that, all that was Greenmail stuff. Yeah. Is yeah. the Greenmail was is they would be it wasn't a golden parachute, but it was it was like some some form of legalized bribery. What I yeah, uh, payola, right? Kind of like that. Uh, what it was, I was thinking, what the golden parachute? Golden parachute is you get to write your own ticket, your own exit packet. Package. Yeah. Green, and then there's green, the gold of handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> the the green mail I thought was that you somebody would you would get a better job offer if you supported the buyout. Ah. Uh, okay. Something like that. Uh, so, go ahead. So getting back to the communications thing. So there, he was trying to, he was basically saying that, and the examples that he gave was of all these people who, uh, you know, they may not have the skills or they, they just have the skills to do the job, but the thing that put them over the edge, the thing that made them a real desirable hire was the persuasive persuasion skills and the storytelling skills. You just hit the thing. Storytelling, that's a little different. Storytelling and persuasion. We're we're now hiring sophists. Yeah. And and if you, 
Sophist, I love I love sophist because I'm like when I think we talked about this before is the root the root word for sophisticated is unnatural. Mm-hmm. As, so because it's sophistry is it means that it's man it's a man made thing. Essentially, it's it's not a natural occurrence. It's a it's a man made. I thought a sophist was somebody who's who's like always interested in learning. No, no. What's a sophist? No, they're in, they're interested in influence. Ah. So just so you go back and the the sophist. There's one. Um, I can think of the name Gorgias, I think, and he did the econ econ econium of of Helen. So what he does is going and he. And he, what that is, is uh, uh, defense of Helen, Helen of Troy. The most mm-hmm. hated woman in Grecian mm-hmm. history is Helen of Troy. So he goes in and spins it. He's a spin master. So he spins it around to where she's not so bad. <laughs> okay. And that's how, that, that was his calling card. He, he was able to persuade you that Helen was not so bad, then he must be really good at teaching you how to win uh, a legal case, which is what this was all about. Like, and did you ever to... sort of deconstruct that argument in your? No, 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 no. We didn't okay. ever do that. Okay. Uh, in fact, it's uh, twenty over twenty five years ago. I have to go back and read it. I, I remember reading it, and I remember the. It was. It was. He was. He was saying that she was this, and I, her character wasn't so bad, and all this kind of stuff. But did, the, he, did the, he use ethos and pathos and whatever? All that, all that stuff. That you you could use that to deconstruct it. I don't think we did. Um, I don't remember doing that um, because we were trying to learn the the rhetoric is how to be persuasive, and and um, and I which brings me up to if we haven't talked about Aristotle's like my favorite definition of rhetoric, and it's, it gets misused all the time. But Aristotle would say it's the discovery of the available means of persuasion. So you look in, so what he's saying is you look in ethos and see what you can pull out of ethos, pull out credibility. Okay, it's available, available for your use in your argument. Then you go into ethos and you go into um, the credibility of the speaker and then you go into the logos and you go into the pathos and you pull from each of these things to make your argument ah okay it's you learn the you learn the levers uh, uh essentially you learn the you learn the levers of ethos pathos and uh, logos to make your argument that's ah. that's a rhetorician that's and that's according to Aristotle, and I I still love that. It's the the discovery of the available means of persuasion. In a lot of ways, it's kind of like the, uh, the discovery of innovation. You're trying to find something, and when you mix it, when you mash it up, it it becomes something bigger than the than the than the components. Right. Right. So who do you, who 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 would you say I should read to be to get to be like a master persuader? Like if I wanted to become a master persuader, because this it, it's funny, this this uh, book is really funny because it just keeps going on and on about how in this in the upcoming chapters, you'll learn in the upcoming chapters, you'll learn. And they just keep pushing it out. You're, pushing it you're out, pushing reading it out. Aristotle. You just didn't know it. That's exactly what he would do. It's, 
<laughs> he would go in there and he'd redefine it and then said, well, all that's bunk. Now what we're really about is, <laughs> and it's over and over and over again in the rhetoric. It's, 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 and what he's really, a lot of what I think he's doing is, Aristotle is, you have to read the footnotes to understand what he's really saying because we don't understand the references anymore. That's mm. that's uh, so you ask me who you would read, yeah, to be super persuasive. Um, there is a guy out there that is on a that would be across the aisle from us mm-hmm. that I would recommend. I think his name is George. His last name is Lack Lackoff. L a k o F S. Mm-hmm. I think his first name is George. I'm not. I'm not really sure about that. But George I, Lackoff. I, I think, okay. I think I would read him mm-hmm. uh, as, because he he does a really good job of doing some deconstruction where you understand what the components are, so you can reformulate it. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. But the funny he, thing is, is that they he, the 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 anecdotes that they keep t- giving uh, me are they tried, they, they applied to thousands of jobs and they never right. got through. But then once they got through, then they were able to persuade people because they had the one-on-one interaction mm-hmm. during the interview. So it's getting to that interview <laughs> stage. That's the tough part, right? I mean, how do you right. get to, how well, do you, you got to get past, you got to get past the algorithms to get there. Yeah. So, you know, I know that, having been on both kind of both sides of this, I know what it's like reading through the papers. You don't want to have to read all of, you don't want to have to read them all. You want something to help you out with that. Yep. You don't have time to do that kind of stuff. You have this other job um, uh, where you actually do something that people pay you for. They don't pay you to do interviews. That's other jobs as a sign. And, and so they came up with all these systems but all these systems filter out. They don't feel they they're like they're getting mediums. I guess they don't. How do you find an outstanding candidate whenever the outstanding candidates have been filtered out? Do you understand? There's they go after anomalies. Well, the anomalies are the ones that are the yeah, it's the low end bottom feeders. But it's also the other end of that is is the top of the long tail is is they're the exceptionals. You don't get the exceptionals because they're not playing that game. Yeah. The exceptionals go take go outside of the system. Correct. Yeah. They don't use they don't use the, the regular channels to win. They use other channels. That's why it's like when we were talking about like who when do you get a job? I it was a friend of mine, we were talking about it's like, how do you get jobs? I mean, nine times out of 10, you get a job from personal connections. It's not because you've applied to something online. I think I've only ever gotten a job online like that once in my entire life. I'm not, I'm trying to really think of, uh, I don't think maybe one, maybe one or two jobs I got online. But yeah. out of that, that's probably out of thousands of applications, though. So. It's not a it's not a good one. I can't imagine that they're still putting this out there as just a way to, to do jobs. But I, on the other hand, I didn't get that many on networking either. So, well, yeah, I mean, so in all the years that we've been networking, 
how many how many of those networks actually bear bore people fruit? That, so I had this guy that lives in the in the in the bay who hired me uh uh um pro bono to do a podcast with him. Oh really? Yeah. And uh when was that? About a year and a half ago. Oh yeah? How did it do? Yeah. Did you make any money uh, off it? I hadn't made a I hadn't made a dime off of it, but it's still as far as I know it, he's he's happy with my work because he keeps calling me. <laughs> Come on my show, Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I honestly look forward to the call every week. Although I will tell you, changing to Wednesday has screwed up my whole week. Oh, I'm so I'm, sorry I'm, about oh, that. Oh man, I'm telling you what. As, uh, and we had done this for so long, it, it came in green you know, on Tuesday. So everything that you're the only, you're the only. Well, not uh, I guess I should say church. I have church on Sunday, and I have you on Tuesday, or had you on Tuesday. So that that like locked me in. Okay, I got church on Sunday, Chris on Tuesday, and that was my that was my anchors. Well, you moved the that gum anchor. <laughs> See, this is how po- what people get really, really uh, upset used about to is change. Yeah, yeah. No, it, people hate really, change, man. They hate it. They do. They do hate change. Absolutely it, hate change. It, it, and I'm, I'm like, it's just an hour. It's just an hour. But it's the anchor. Is the important thing was it was an anchor. You know, I could I could depend on it. And then I'm not and I'm not criticizing. I hope you don't take it that way. No, 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 no. That it that it is that it the principle of the anchor was important yep. and I haven't is because it allowed me to segment in, in, in stable, stable time. I guess that's what I'm trying to get at is there was sta- there's stability in the world. Well, it changed. We're getting readapted to it, but it was a very interesting thing for a couple of weeks. It's like, my, I, I can't remember which day it is. I have, I had to put on my calendar, which, which week it was to take the recyclables down with the garbage. <laughs> well, sorry for throwing you off. So uh, I'm telling you, you wouldn't think that a little bit, a little bit of change like that would make a difference, but it, it, it did. Once again, I'm going to say this is oddly incorrect. And if you're listening, if you'll go to the website and put a comment, I'm sure we will make a shout out to you. We got to do some self promotion here. That's right. That's right. Well, what do we get? What, like you said, we were talking about what to do to about expanding the show. She, you said we should go on TikTok, but how do we do an interview show on TikTok? I don't think we can. Can we? Can we do an interview show on TikTok? I know there's live function to it. Uh, well, okay. So, so did you watch the ones that I sent you about the uh, the Indian guy and the woman? Uh, on, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. She's got a fun. So, she's got a great laugh. I think she that's does the whole have point. a great laugh. I, I, but he is so funny too. I mean, I can't. I, if 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 all you have to do is make women laugh to have have great sex, man, oh man, this guy must be having the best. Sex yeah. Of why his didn't life. you try that? Why did you try that? I, I I think I'm I think I'm funny anyway. But the the funny the difference. You are is pretty you, funny. I, I think I'm funny. Uh, and I try to in Rose. I get Rose. I'll get something over on Rose, and she said, "Oh, you're so funny, Dutch. You're so funny." I know. Is that being sarcastic or actually funny? Well, I'm really (laughs) because unfortunately, 
for most people, I have I have I have deep ingrained sarcasm. It's it's like deeply ingrained. And sarcasm is great. A lot of people think it's mean, but I think it, it's hilarious. Well, I think it, it's absolutely hilarious. But sarcasm is almost like the easiest form of humor too, because it. But oh, really? That's it. <laughs> that that's that's funny. No, that's not funny. Funny is uh, uh, the one. The one that I thought was probably the most sarcastic for this guy is. She says she she's getting ready to go on her run. And he says she says she should be happy for me. I'm totally amazed that you think you can do. This. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I'm like oh. I'm like I'm getting lessons from this guy, so I'm, I'm I feel sorry for the next woman who gets me on the phone, <laughs> who's got who's got any kind of sense of humor. Anyway, um, well, I think, I think the, that there was a Kathy cartoon. My ex used to be a big Kathy fan. Remember Kathy? That cartoon. Uh-huh. And uh, there was a cartoon like that where she says, like, in her 20s, she was looking for this kind of guy. In her 30s, she was looking for this kind of guy. And for her 40s, she was looking for this kind of guy. And I think where, where she's now, she's like, now I'm just looking for somebody who can make me laugh. Right. <laughs> well, like, I'm, I'm sitting uh-huh. out there like a, like a, like a, a jewel in, a, what do you call it? A diamond in the rough. All right. <laughs> well, some people would say diamond in a goat's ass, but, you know. <laughs> So I'm not going to see you uh, anytime soon on seeking.com, which is the uh, the sugar daddy website, right? No, no, no. <laughs> I wonder if it works both ways. I wonder if there's a sugar, there sugar, is a sugar ladies. Mama. There's, there's a sugar, sugar mama, mama website? There's oh. sugar mamas out there. Are you, are you signed up? Oh, no, I'm not signed up. They wouldn't put up with me, I don't think. I don't think they would. Even though I've been, I mean, I've been pretty, pretty well sanded off between mom and Rose. Um, the rough edge has been, but I'm still, I'm still dominant in the rough. There's no doubt yeah. about it. Yeah. So, well, so, so what do you think is going to happen next then? It's like, did you see the Babylon B thing say that, uh, Trump thanks the FBI for kicking off his 2024. I, well, president. yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> I like the one that I really like is that, um, uh, Hunter Biden, watches the FBI go to Mar-a-Lago as they pass his house. That's the one I really liked. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> or the, the uh, Trump should have had a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop in his safe. I think uh, that has been made that there's stuff that there's stuff. Oh, there's. Okay. So let, let's see how, let's see if I, one of the things that, that the Q movement put out there was how do you get these documents in the court mm-hmm. well having them seized by the fbi is probably a really good way to do it <laughs> yeah but aren't they going to just you know just lose them well how are they going to lose them they're documented they're i mean yeah but stuff gets lost are, all the time that is embarrassing they can send uh cindy berger in there to stuff them down in his pants <laughs> you know that story right <laughs> no Sandy Barger was the what the Secretary of Defense, the National Defense Agency or something for Bill Clinton. After Clinton, after Clinton left office and George George um, George W was was in, they went to the National Archives and he went in there unassisted and stuffed documents in his pants and walked out. <laughs> 
No way. Yep. You, you get, go take a look. You you shouldn't have any problem finding that. Wow. I remember I remember that happening. I'm like, what? He goes in and just steals documents. So, I I think what's going on is that uh, what is going on is they do not they don't have the game plan. So. so you kind of got to think how how one of the things communication is done. Going back to our communication thing, is that we do we do foreshadowing mm. more almost as much as as literary does. We do foreshadowing, and we kind of prepare the waters for what's coming. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You you do press releases and all this kind of stuff. It's not just to gain attention; it's to break the ice. Yeah. So we've been doing that for so long. That whenever somebody doesn't do that, it, it, it's they're not playing the game the way everybody else plays. Mm-hmm. They they so Trump doesn't he doesn't he does not show his cards. You're, you're playing poker with this man. Uh, you would never know if he's bluffing or holding a winning hand. Sixteen D chess, man. Sixteen yeah, D chess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can say that. Um, <laughs> But I mean, but is, it, to... is it really like that? I mean, so sometimes I hear that and I'm thinking to myself, is he really that many steps ahead? If it's no, no, if so, no, then so... why is why is all this stuff happening that looks really bad? But on the other hand, then it starts looking really good. I don't know. It's like, so, are we still so, bumbling through this? Yeah, I, I don't know if you listen to X-22. But oh, yeah, I do. X-22 is talking about they have laid so many traps. And he's finally said it within the last couple of days that the bait is trump yeah trump is the bait and so he's basically if you know you're the bait you can lay traps forever and just put it out there you know yeah okay we've got all these documents here why don't you come get them yeah (laughs) it's just he's okay trump's got documents we need documents let's go get them As okay. as the normies get more and more red pilled day well, after day, I, I don't know about that because the, I'm I'm in normie normie heaven up here. It's, it's like what you don't know about the stuff, and I I just kind of walk with Rose and her families. Her families like they were watching the J six um, hearings. Oh, oh, this and this and this. And I'm like, you're really you're watching that? There's no cross examination. Do you not understand that it's like a propaganda tool yeah totally Ugh. totally and it so wasn't anyway. going their way and this is why they raided mar-a-lago <laughs> exactly well the other and the other thing there is it wasn't going their way and they have no idea what his game plan is yeah does he play 5d chess or four, or 16d chess like you said no but i do think he uses game theory i do think he uses that and he's probably got some of the best game theorists on the planet. Well, that's one thing that, like, it's it's too bad that there's so much hatred for him in academia because this would be an amazing business case. It's going to be an amazing they're, communications they're, case. Like, look at you look at the way the way all this is co- coming together. Can you imagine? Like, this is this is this is a learning experience right here. It is watching it all is. this stuff going on. You can learn, you know, communications, business, all this stuff. It's like strategy so this will be exactly this is probably this is game theory strategy in in action where you can it's out of the classroom where you can kind of see that that they're what they're doing and what they call it it's been a while since i've been in the game theory but when you 
when you set up the equilibrium and you can predict there, you can actually predict the winner and the loser of the, uh, of the equilibrium, the, what is it, the Newman equilibrium, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, where, you can, where you can see, you can predict their, their options and which path they will choose, which is least painful to them. Most, yep. most people do not pick the most painful path. They pick the least painful path. Yeah, which, exactly. So, so if you if you know that is the playbook, you're going to present them with options that are least painful. You know, and, and which brings up one that I saw. Um, you know what the A word is? You understand what the A word is? No, no. Okay, it's not a hole. It's the other A word that happened at JFK. Oh, really? Yeah, I yeah. saw that somebody brought that up. Yeah, yeah. They so, said that's the next step because we're in a we're in a banana republic. And the thing there is, is that it's been happening this entire time. We just didn't know about it. So yeah. when it happens now, there you talk about it. There's an attempted A on Trump, and it, you talk about lighting the news channels up. Is it will be it will have to be so big. I mean, the one that I'm surprised people don't talk about is one where the hang glider came over the golf course in Scotland. I mean, that was pretty visible. You know, is is was but it they hi- they're hiding this stuff, right? They don't want. This oh stuff yeah, they don't want people to know about that kind of stuff. Um, but it is hiding on both sides because they do not want people to know what their defense uh, strategies are. Right. So on one side, it's, it's um, um, what are my friends, uh, hackers, uh, the hackers versus the developers kind mm. of thing. So is, is you don't, you, you have hacker strategy, you have developer strategy. Yeah. And neither one of them, you kind of, once you use it, it's not a secret anymore. Right. Yeah. So you develop a, a counter to, the whatever strategy whichever side it was and it's a, just an ongoing back and back and back and back an ongoing uh conflict between the two is they try to best each other yeah yeah well, exactly they're doing the same thing with with the with the a attempts is the they counter the, and the, the thing there is is they have to keep countering and, and but if they keep coming with the with the least painful option you know nuke the guy that's the only way you're gonna get it is nuke the guy and i'm not talking about with you know with the microwave i'm talking about nuking with a nuke yeah oh yeah send yeah an, exactly and then arnold schwarzenegger with a with a nuke on the on the uh on the on the uh, jet and bomb and bomb <laughs> the ocean so Oh man, what did you hear? Did you hear about the uh, the new Hulu series or called Prey? No. So it is. We don't. So, do you remember Predator? Ahead. Remember Predator? Yeah. The Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. vehicle. So what is it? Um, it's basically a prequel to the whole Predator series. Oh really? Where the Predator shows up on Earth like way back in the past, mm-hmm. way back in the past, like tribal. Uh, cave people times and 
you know how much work and effort it took for Arnie to destroy the Predator in the movie, right? And how many people died and stuff like that. And, His whole team died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently uh, one single small uh, black girl took it, took it down. <laughs> with, with, with no technology whatsoever, was able to best this creature back, mm. in, back then. And I'm like, wow. How woke can you get? How unbelievable can you get? But that's that's the state of things today. You, and people wonder why no one's watching this stuff and they're canceling Netflix and they're canceling Disney Plus and they're canceling everything. It's because none of this stuff is they're not they're not good stories. It's, not based it's totally in unbelievable. Reality. It's not real it's not realistic and it's woke as shit. Nobody wants to see that shit. Like when well, are these when are these people going to realize that? So, so go back. So you're you're kind of hitting on one of my things. You saw the first mummy. Uh, uh, was it the first the mummy? Was yeah, Brendan the mummy. Fraser, with, uh, the yeah, very Brendan first Fraser. one. Yeah. The yeah. second one, I oh, I can't stand it. The kid was smarter than everybody every time. Yep. Every time, little bitty kid. Yep. Like what? Eight years old. He was smarter than everybody. Okay, I understand your you're catering to the audience and you want to inflate the hate, you know, but the, there's adults are having to sit there and watch this and say, there's no possible way this kid could know this at eight years old. Yeah. I don't care if he is a genius At a genius. You have to have some experience to understand. You don't just put two and two together and suddenly you get 30. Yeah. That didn't, that's, it, and it just grated on me. They, I, I, I think they they looked and said, "We got to ruin this series. This is too good. We got to we got to really mess it up so we can't. So we so we yeah, uh, they're doing that. And it's the same thing you were talking about with Star Wars and all these other right. myths that were they they just have to destroy them all. I have to destroy the myths. They really yeah. did. And why you know the motivation is they to to memory hole anything. You have to destroy it. So that people, I, I mean, I'm like nostalgia. I remember, you know, the, uh, I I remember pretty clearly the first, the very first Star Wars. Yeah, what it was like going to the theater. I really did. I I'd never seen been in a theater where I expected an applause, but I really did feel like if I started the slow clap, that um, that oh yeah erupted. yeah. And at, when Star Wars first came out, I saw it seven. I saw it five times. Five the times. First, I, that one I didn't. I, it wasn't Star Wars that did that. For me, it was Indiana Jones and the and the. Oh, I uh, saw that a number multiple times too. I saw that I, multiple times as well. I paid that. That's the only movie I've ever paid four times to see. <laughs> I, yeah, the I only mean, and I've seen I've seen the um, Star Wars the very original Star Wars. I must have seen it watched it ten times in different media now. Now and I, went, I, I hate the changes. I hate that uh, Lucas went back and made all these changes to it yeah but once again it's going back to destroying the destroying the original the original you're you're putting in something that was not an original you're you're putting in a copy yeah and i and i'm not going to say that i understand the changes because i'm not I, i was a big star fan star wars fan but only the first three after that i really kind of drifted away from the universe well yeah because they they went they really went downhill (laughs) after that 
Well, like but then when did. they got sold to Disney, they went really, really fast. Down, down, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except for the Minimum Force or the Force Awakens. That one was pretty good. I actually think that was pretty you good. You thought that was good? Okay. Isn't that the one where um, it's the crew that was stealing the stuff that went to Princess Leia? Isn't that the one? Oh, I don't remember. I think I remember. <laughs> Anyway, I thought that was pretty good. I thought I, actually it was the precursor to the second or the last three. It was the first. It was it kind of wet our appetite. Oh, and then they came up with that crappy thing where they killed uh, um, Han Solo. Like, <gasps> Spoilers. <"Hey." laughs> oh, oh my God! I forgot. We have seven people listening to us. Spoiler alert. I apologize for that. I wasn't thinking. You ruined it for everybody. I did. A movie that's 10 years old now. So anyway. No, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, but, so. Well, I, I know we're running out of time, but I, I saw something yesterday that I, I'm, I'm going to send to you on Telegram. It's the, in 20 minutes, it's the story arc of Star Trek. Oh yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that. Send it over. Send yeah. it over. Okay, I'll send it over. It's 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 pretty good. Uh, and there's there's thing there's holes in it where I don't uh, where I've lost track of it. There's some where I'm I'm like okay yeah I got that, but there's some where the, they go back really far in time and kind of track everything forward. No, oh, I want to see that. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. I'll I'll try to I'll do that before I, before I yes leave. please send it over. I would love to okay. see that. I see that we're out of time, and I will talk to you next week. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, bye. To be continued on the next episode of Oddly Incorrect.